Far From Vesuvius podcast. That's Ralph Pizarro of Cultural Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. Let's just um, let's go for it. We're gonna rant. We're gonna match report. We're gonna talk about the games. We're gonna talk about topics. You leave comments, and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're gonna call the Beast of the Match. The who is beasting it for the Napoli team? Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo, Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at Rafa Napoli. Three, that's me. I'm CNC USA 26. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? Yeah. Left of this is going to be a show for you guys too. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something. I promise but... you, we're not going to agree on everything all the time. We won't. We're we won't. Each other every now and then. Come and rant. This is what it's for. We want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here. Well, that's going to do it, Ralph. You know, were we boring enough for you? I don't know. I think we were great. Uh, let's get to it. And benvenuti, fellas and bellas, all over the world, welcome to another episode of the Rap and Rap Friend. I am Rap, joined by my co-host, the Vicar of it. What is going on, Ralph Pizarro? How are you today, buddy? I'm well. Not as well as last weekend, but still well. How yeah. are you? I'm doing good. Um, <clears throat> just despite the fact that um, we're not reporting on Napoli uh, in first place this week, we're not. Uh, you know, we we lost yesterday and. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a bad bad loss uh, to follow a really good performance against Lazio and a good win. Um, it's you know, it's as if uh, it's as if there's no, um, you know, no no reason. Like actually, last week meant meant almost nothing. You know, now <laughs> at this point. Okay. Um, notwithstanding, man, we, we had a great time yesterday. We'll talk about that more later, but, um, we did have a fantastic time and I took that away from yesterday. You know, the Ralph biz and Ralph Frispo, you know, Ralph and Ralph met up with the, um, tri state Napoli club in their first meetup in Nutley, New Jersey. And it was a fantastic turnout and it was so much fun. Still best uh, part of just missing the win. And, or even a goal, <laughs> but uh, it's all good. It's all good. We're going to talk about the game now with uh, with some really, really good, good, credible people. So yes, certainly. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Let's get this rant on the road, man. They were waiting online. Real, we had a few people there uh, uh, online today. Rafa was awesome. They were they were starting up the show even before uh, even before we got in. We got Saudi Brito, New Jersey. But yeah, we were at Nutley, New Jersey. Um, at Luna Restaurant, the, the Napoli Tri State Club that Gaetano Salazar started and Peter Scala. It was a great time. Uh, we'll certainly talk more about it, but um, let's get down to business now. There are some people here about saying about echoes, guys. If 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 a bunch of you can just confirm to make sure <coughs> that our sound is okay so we can fix it, let me know uh, if there's any issues in the chat. Uh, but moving on to business, uh, Napoli did lose against uh, AC Milan uh, this weekend at the Maradona, the Stadio Maradona. Um, tough game, real tight. I mean, a one nothing nail-biter. Um, 
All right. Thank you, Scotty Lutz. We're all good now. Uh, it, it, a lot of mixed emotions, but, you know, all in all, you know, do we lose hope? Are we still in it? How are these teams going to perform? I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions about Milan. So I decided, you know what? Let me ask the experts. Uh, so I got two guys in here today. Uh, the first one, you know, um, as one half of the Serie A sit-down, uh, he is a great dude, great fan of the show. You know him and you love him, Richard Carmen. Here you are, sir. Chin chin. Welcome, welcome sir. Richard Carmen. Gentlemen, gentlemen, good to see you both. Welcome, bro. Welcome, man. Good One of my you. faves. One of my faves. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, and I'm you know I'm, I'm excited because you know you got me on here. I'm outside of my Serie A sit down shell, so I can really let go, right? And you got me here as a Milan fan, right? I'm right. a Milan fan, not a neutral, right? So let me no. get in the mood. Let me get in character here. Let me. Let, uh, okay, here let's we do it. Here, here we go. go. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, people got to pay extra uh, for this. There, there he is. All right. Much better. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Oh, nice. I feel better now. I feel better now. Right. As you should. As you should. Right. As you should. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling that kit, though. That thing. Yeah. Baggio. That's Baggio. It's a Baggio kit, too, as well. Listen, I got to say this, okay? Uh, of, of all the kits out there of other teams, Milan kits are always my favorite. Uh, honestly. I, Super I'm, clean. Uh, I have a couple. I have a couple of – I have a Nesta one and I have a Maldini oh, one. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, back when Napoli was in the doldrums, mm -hmm. I was collecting kits from other teams and, um, you know, of, you know, Italian players. Right. You know, I had a Vieri Inter jersey. I had a Del Piero Juve jersey. I had, um, you know, Milan, the Milan kits. I had a couple of Roma kits. Nice. And uh, uh, one of my favorites was the one that – that you guys wore after you won the champions league in all three. Um, so I got myself a Nesta kit there. So one of my favorites, man, I got to say, and leave it to those bastards to send out, uh, do a retro collection. They just came out with like the, the red, white and gold from, Oh, sure. From the Opal. Oh my God. It looks so beautiful. I got to buy all three now. So, well, Hey, uh, look behind me, man. I get you. I yeah. Totally oh yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I got a green thing Listen. here. But... <laughs> If you ever need to talk, <laughs> you're, I'm your guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can talk off air. Talk of yeah. uh, we also have a uh, – it was kind of a last-minute invite, but so glad he accepted it. Um, yes. He is one-third of the Coucho guys. Uh, first time on the show. Actually, it's both two first-timers today, which is awesome. Uh, another big Milan fan, but also a very good friend of the show. From the Coucho guys, guys. Adriano Dinardo, welcome, sir. Hey, what's Adriano. going on, guys? Guys, Wait. I came dressed. I didn't have to. I I didn't have to do a strip tease to come on the show. <laughs> no. I, 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 I came dressed. Massi Brown, Adriano. You didn't get the memo? Yeah. Man, two two strip tees, we would have ended up on a paywall this episode. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> oh I man. One of our guests says it's not a Bakayoko jersey. No. Hell no. Meno male. Hell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we all know Venezia this year. Does Venezia win kid of the season, guys? Before we get into let, let's break the ice a little bit here. You know, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll chime in first there. I I I feel like the Venezia kits are so like played out at this point. You know what I mean? I mean, they're very nice kits, don't get me wrong. Kappa does a great job. It's just another example of what Kappa does with teams uh, when they collaborate. 
But I gotta say, man, I, I I might have to give this season's kits to to Fiorentina. I think they put out some real nice retro style kits um, this season, and I just very clean, you know, mm-hmm. very very clean. So I'll have to go Fiorentina for me. I'm Guys, with, what do you I'm think? With Rafa on that one, I'm all, I'm with Rafa on that one. I was gonna say if if nobody was gonna say it, I was gonna say Fiorentina. Uh, the retro look, like you said, the retro logo too, guys. Like it's yeah, uh, yeah. You know yeah. what? It's uh, you know, uh, I'm not. I don't want to age anybody on the show. I think I'm the youngest one in the room, so mm-hmm. I didn't see all that. But you know, yeah. it's good to see today. You know, so yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I think yeah, in general, know, North Americans, we just love throwbacks. I, I yeah. it's just yeah. like yeah. our yeah. thing, yeah. right? Retro. Yeah, we definitely definitely got that style going, guys. Yeah. But uh. All right, on to the game, guys. The aftermath, Napoli Milan, guys. I, I, I mean, where do we start? I mean, maybe, maybe your predictions of the game. I, I thought, really, I thought this game was going to end in a tie. I mean, I didn't really say much publicly. I definitely didn't say anything while we were at the meet with the Tri-State Club in, in Jersey. But overall, maybe real quick, what were your expectations coming into this game, Adrian? I'll start with you, and we'll kind of work counterclockwise. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, these past couple of games for Milan have uh, been a bit rocky. It wasn't their last, uh, the last couple of games wasn't their best stretch. Um, you know, it's a team that's uh, that's kind of rolled their wave. You know, it's been an up and down season for, for most of these teams. Um, Milan, no different. Uh, you know, really trying to turn the page and it's like one after the other after the other, you know, you know, tough game, tough game, uh, games you should injuries be picking up points, huge injuries, you know, right. uh, COVID, what have you. So, right. um, yeah, you know, I, I listen, I, when you face a top team uh, in Napoli, um, you know, you, you wake up for those types of games, you you really come out to, to play, or at least you hope, you know. Um, I think yeah. Milan, um, and I know this was spoken about a lot on social media, I think even in Cine came out, Spain, about, Napoli's mentality, but I think the mentality for Milan uh, throughout the match at least uh, shined a bit brighter. So for that, I was yeah. I was happy. Um, obviously, uh, always going to go in optimistic with uh, with my Milan. Um, yeah. Did you? I, I, you I, 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 sorry, I'm sorry. Were you surprised that they cranked out that W, or or did you think, hey man, maybe that today's going to be a draw, and I'm okay with that? Or did you like, no, nah, we're going to go in there and we're going to handle business. This is for the Scudetto. Well, listen, uh, you, you know, you're pointing at the Maradona now and, uh, you know, this is not an easy place to play. Um, so, yeah, no, I was optimistic. I, 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 uh, I really need, I, we really needed Milan to turn the page, me and Richard. So uh, to see them do it uh, at the Maradona, uh, like I said, not an easy place to play uh, with all the, the Scudetto implications. Uh, I know a lot of people don't want to use the, the S word, but guys, yeah. 10 games left. It's, it's right around the corner. These are the games you have sure. to come out and play and, um, right. I think you know Milan did so. Um, you know, I was able to to watch the game. Uh, you know, with my buddies uh, from 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 our show, the Cultural Guys, and uh, right. you know, Danny, Danny, and myself were were we able to hug it out. So you know, it was it was that's no good. bad blood. <laughs> that's between, good. That's good. So the, the, the show's us, still around. You know, <laughs> the show's still on. We're back Wednesday night, guys. And we'll be back on Wednesday. So uh, we'll be back. Tune in. Thank goodness. But uh, no, 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 listen. Joking aside, I think, uh, you know, we were able to get together uh, with the Milan Club Montreal that I'm a part of, uh, you know, Cafe Chocharo here in the East End of Montreal. So uh, it was a great vibe and, uh, you know, it was a big game. And I think both teams obviously wanted a victory. Uh, I, I wouldn't have sure. been surprised with a tie, but I didn't, I don't want to say I, I would have expected a loss either because I think 
Mm-hmm. When Milan have their backs against the wall, when they face these tougher, these tougher teams, right. they've shown it. Uh, they're able to, to to pull up some sort of result. It's it's these smaller teams, you know, quote unquote, that they can't uh, seem to to wake up for. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a tough team and a big team like Napoli. Uh, like I said, Scudetto implications right. and everything. Uh, I, I knew they wouldn't wake up for this one. Yeah. You know, to be fair, uh, these small teams have been given everybody a hard time. I mean, there's everybody. not one top team or at least team on the top of the table right now that can say like at least one small team handled them. There's no easy games in Serie A, guys. There's no, no easy, easy games. Game. No. no, especially this season, even last mm-hmm. season, especially this season. Richard, what say you? What was your score thinking? Uh, and yeah, you could be honest. The guys in the chat, they don't bite too hard. They're yeah, like, yeah, no. So, <laughs> pregame, oh, before the match even started, I was talking to Joe Vizchetti and we were going back and forth and I, and I said, you know, I think both teams, both managers will be content with a draw if come the end of the day. Uh, you don't lose any ground on Inter potentially if they you know, if they continue winning, um, but I felt optimistic because I know the Maradona is a difficult place. As Rafa talked about in the spaces, it was going to sound like it was max capacity, and it did. Uh, but Milan are so good on the road, and so I was optimistic about that. And so I thought a draw was in the cards. I did I did tweet out. And I think uh, Kristen saw it from from your group. She was like, I said uh, Zlatan late winner, you know. But in, in my heart mm. of hearts, I thought it was a draw. I just saw these two teams are so similar. Uh, the forms are very similar, and I thought a draw was in the cards all the way. Hmm. Rafa, bringing it up to you. I know we spoke a little bit, but you <clears throat> yeah. didn't really mention scores, score lines. Well, well so I, 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 honestly, I had a, I had a two or three one Napoli win, and the and 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 I know it sounds like a, a ho- I know it sounds like a super optimistic homer pick, but um. Richard was in on the spaces and he might have heard it. And I think I think you guys too, Adriano from from Cultural Guys were in. Yeah. And I'd mentioned um to Mike from IFTV that I thought, you know, uh, you know, looking at it um objectively, right? Not not being a Napoli fan, not being a Napoli, even a, a Napoli content creator, right? Mm-hmm. I looked at it as, you know, Milan Milan ha- needing this result. And Napoli coming in with the momentum of the Lazio game, like, like the, the thing is, is that you know Milan had had uh, you know lost the lead to Salernitana and ended up tying. They tied against Udinese. I know they had that win before those two games, but still, I felt like with the momentum coming in was Napoli's way. They had the Maradona. They had players coming back. They had a full, full, pretty much full starting lineup. And I thought maybe that the mentality finally shifted, but you know, and that was me thinking, okay, you know, Osimhen's going to bag a couple goals. It might be Fabian again. It might be Insigne with a penalty or something. Um, and obviously, Milan is a good side, so they'll get a goal in there. But uh, I really did think that Napoli had the upper hand going into the match. Um, and uh, knowing that they both really. You see, I, I, and, I, and I'm with you guys when it comes to going in, trying to get a, a draw. But that would have put these three teams at a, at, a, at a deadlock. And then it would have to come down to some sort of a three-team, you know, mini table. You know, obviously, Inter have their match in hand, too. I get that. But but still, um, which, hey, listen, <laughs> 10 matches left in the season still can oh, happen. Yeah. Not yeah, like we're, can't we're not. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk like Scudetto winners. I sure. I'm gonna but stick with my. Match, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still gonna stick with who knows because 
there's a lot yeah. that can happen still. Yeah, I, you know, and play. that was my that was my feeling was that you know Napoli. Maybe I was a little bit, uh, you know, um, um, ahead of myself when I, when I said two or three one, but I definitely thought Napoli had the upper hand coming in. Well, you know, it's I'm going to again. I had mentioned that I thought draw that it was it was going to be a draw. I, I haven't seen Napoli. I'm I'm not fully convinced right now of Napoli's attack. Like they they're just they're not grabbing my confidence as of yet. Guys, I want to give you an opportunity cuz there's people in the chat. Maybe I'll start with you Richard. There's people in the chat saying maybe 3-1 or do you have a rebuttal <laughs> to this type of scoreline? Uh, not so much. Not so much the scoreline. Uh, I have because I think or, if Napoli or another point that Rafa made. Yeah, the, the point that not Rafa made during his spaces, and he kind of mentioned just now, was that you know Milan needed this win more than than, than Napoli, and I I, I disagree with that because I, you know, as many people want to say this game could have been a win or loss for Scudetto, it really isn't. You still got ten games left, right? Yeah. And so I thought both teams have been okay with a loss. I think, though, you know, obviously whoever wins is going to be got a three-point advantage, but, you know, it is what it is. It's not not a big of a deal, I think, for either team. I think, ultimately, if they both showed – either team showed a good performance, I think it would have been fine. I don't think anybody would have really been hurt by by the result of this match. And I still don't think – I think Napoli are still fine. Um, would you rather one? Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also see a scenario. You know, Rafa said 3-1. You guys are saying 3-1. You know, if Napoli play their game and Milan are not shutting down the lanes like they did, they could easily bone them out. I, you know, some of those passes, Napoli are playing fairly well, but Milan was just reading everything. Uh, and that game could have easily been a blown up for, for Napoli. That was my big worry that Napoli were going to do the thing and then we couldn't answer anything. And you guys just blow us out of the water. That was a big fear, really, for me. Um, my a friend of mine was, uh, I'm my friend, actually, my manager, <laughs> he's a, a, a Milan <laughs> fan, and we were texting back and forth. Uh, uh, I got approved for the day off, by the way, so we're good with there. But we were texting back and forth, and he was telling me right when the game started uh, how Napoli just and – and they did – came out and started attacking. I mean, it was definitely, again, like maybe the tale of two halves again with Napoli. But, Adriano, coming out of the gate, uh, how did – were you worried at all when, when you know, with, with that first let's, – let's just say the – let's talk about the first half a little bit. You know, did it? Were you worried at all? Do you think Napoli was going to get a maybe a an early goal? Because I feel like even with uh, who was it? Uh, it was with Barcelona rather. Like I, I think it's crucial to get the ultras out of the game as fast as possible. Um, were you afraid of this at all, or were you pretty confident that Milan was going to hang on? Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you know, trying to uh, absorb that early pressure. Um, and when you got a guy like uh, Victor Osimhen, you know, this is uh, it's a talented player uh, at uh, Napoli's disposal. I know he gets a lot of fuck online, but this is a quality striker in Serie A this year, um, mm-hmm. even last year a bit. So, um, yeah, obviously it's going to be worrisome. We're playing, I mean, not a not a true and true centre-back at centre-back in Pierre Kalou. We'll get into that later, but mm-hmm. uh, he's really... He's really, uh, you know, stepped up uh, when when he need when he hasn't been needed. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously, you know, trying to absorb that uh, early pressure. I was a little bit back and forth, but the only thing that really scared me, if anything, would have been you know Milan's lack of creativity in the final third and that lack of finish in the final third. Because as any every Milan fan knows, that seems to be the biggest issue when it comes to right. Milan when things aren't clicking. So um, it's not so much that scared that. 
Now, listen, obviously Napoli is a good team. You have to defend. You have to do your part. But um, I think it's more on doing your own business and taking care of your own laundry in terms of uh, Milan as a squad. So, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say too, too worried. But at the same time, aware, I think, would be the word to, to use. Okay. Because, like I said, uh, you know, I, I saw in the chat a bit, you know, your, 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 right. record, your record at home is not the best, but every can right. score this and that. But at the same time, uh, you know, you wake up, it's Sunday, it's it's cultural, it's, it's anything can happen, right? So... Uh, Right. You know, all those kind of stats and all those kept of little little things for me in my eyes kind of go out the window certain time. Yes. Um, yes. So, yes. Yeah. You gotta look ahead. At this point, exactly. everybody has to look ahead. Never mind exactly. behind and look ahead. And that's the way it is. I, I got a Andrew, I got a, I got a couple stats here. I'll read it out real quick and maybe we can we can kind of jump into a couple subjects. Uh uh yeah. I saw an article it was on Edianopoli uh Punta E today. Uh, it was actually right before the show. I was I was looking mm-hmm. up a couple things. So uh Last season at this time, Milan is plus one uh, in points. 60 points right now. Currently, they had 59, same time last season. Napoli up plus four points. 57 points currently. They were at 53 last season. Inter minus 10. They they are at 58 currently. Uh, They were at 68. Last wow. season, and that's when we kind of knew in December yeah. or some, even January that all right, they're gonna take the scudetto. Uh, Juventus minus five at 53 currently, they were at 58 last season. So, I, I, we said last episode, guys, I don't know if you caught it, we were with uh, with Joe Fischetti yeah. that the winner of the scudetto will have 85 points this season, Richard. And then, I mean, Rafa, I mean, we spoke already, but of course, interject if you will. But Richard, I want to get your thoughts, man. What I want to extend the same question to the both of you guys, actually, without being biased as far as like who will win the the Scudetto, I want to know how many points will the Scudetto winner need to win this season? I think that's a great shout with 85. I was I watching a lot of people doing the statistics in the last couple over the last week, really, including you guys. And I think that magic number is going to be 85. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do 84, 85 is probably going to win it. Mm-hmm. You know, you expect the three horses here, Napoli, Inter, and, and Milan, to really go toe to toe here down the way. You know, Inter obviously have the game in hand, but um, you can easily throw that away. And so I think 85 points is going to win it. You know, and and if neither of these teams get 85, you got to be careful because you got to you have to play worst case scenario, right? And people right. are probably to hate me saying this, but mm-hmm. don't forget about Juve. They've been undefeated since November in the league. They could go on a run, and I'm if, with you if there, we Rich. don't do our business, right? They right. could steal from all of us. And oh, we got to be worried that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I said it right. Yeah, Ecorn, Fashimi Corn now, you know. No, I, Rich, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you. Not, not a lot of people are saying it because I think, like, I don't think emotionally we're able to handle that. Yeah. That oh my god, UA is gonna come back and take it. I still don't think. I still think in order for them to win the Scudetto, one of our three games, uh, one of these three teams has to. Or all of these three teams Probably. really have to like tank these next thirty, you know, these next ten games rather. Yeah. So uh, Max Juve is saying he can get Max Juve can get his eighty three, and I'm going to throw myself in here really quick. Go ahead, Rafa. <laughs> First of all, Gaetano, yes, they're coming for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't understand. Every time I go live, they, they, they <laughs> throw their sirens up. Um, yeah. So max points Yuva can get is 83. So we're looking at a possibility. And, and now like, let's be realistic. Okay, everyone. Every team in the top four has dropped points to teams that are less quality. You know, Milan obviously has the best record against teams in the top six. Napoli uh, struggle at home um, this season um, and have a very tough schedule, although, albeit they have just the city out to deal with. Um, Milan, no Europe, but still have that, you know, I mean, listen, Coppa Italia is not that much of a factor. They have one more game against Inter to play and then possibly the final at the end of the season. It's an important game, sure. It's another distraction, maybe. But at the end of the day, Milan have a clear road ahead as well. Right. You got Inter, you got Juve, you got Atalanta, even Roma, that still are playing in Europe, um, and Juve have Coppa Italia too. So Juve is in on three fronts. Um, all these teams that have lost to these smaller clubs, guys, we're looking at a possibility that the Scudetto winners finished with less than eighty-five points this season, because I think if you ask me, then now Milan's max points this season are ninety points. Because they're at 60 now with 10 games left, right? So 30 points is 90 points. Yeah. I can for sure see Milan dropping more than one more match. I can for sure see it. But I can also see Inter the same and Napoli the same. I really can. Mm. So, yeah. and for that matter, Juve. Here's another reason why I see Juve struggling. They're injured. They're pretty injured, man. They, they're yeah. very thin on the bench there. They would need to produce, you know... On three fronts with a very thin squad. And I don't know if Allegri can get them to do that this season. Yes, they're still in it because they're four points, uh, you know, essentially five away from Napoli. We have the tie break. But but at the same time, you know, I just I, – I, it's going to be one of us three, you know, Milan, Napoli, Inter. And, and it could very well be that the Scudetto winners are like 79, 80 points. It really crazy. could. Crazy. That'll be crazy. I mean, how long hasn't that? Can happened? you believe that? Can you? But it's such a good league. We... It makes sense. It's a good. Yeah. League. It's a very good league. It's a mark <laughs> it's of a good, good league. It is best league ever. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I now, guys, I want to pick your 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 Napoli brains a little bit. Uh, Ando B, who was there uh, this Sunday, one a friend of ours from the the Napoli Tri State Club, uh, he asks. We used, well, he says, we used to be a team with a lethal attack who could score at any moment, but we have seen to switch our tactics to a very defensive approach. Um, you know, I was just talking with my brother this afternoon about Gattuso and Spalletti. Um, granted, we have currently more points, but do you think compared to, let's say, last season, just for argument's sake, do you think that there is this less lethalness in not the Napoli attack compared to maybe last season, especially when we went on that like 10 game run at the end of the season there. Do you see any differences in Napoli? Like uh, I'll start with you, Adriano, and then we'll work our way uh, around again. Uh, I, I, I don't know. You guys are the experts. I I, I would say mm -hmm. no, because I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. The, the, the pieces in my, in the, off the top of my head, the pieces are more or less the same. Uh, you, and now you have a, a healthy pussy man, even though he's got the Zoro mask, which I love. But uh, <laughs> you know, you know, last year he dealt with everything under the sun. Um, mm -hmm. You know, COVID, injured. Uh, you know, 
the first year in the league, you know, right. First year in the league, getting, you know, right, getting used to it, million, right, right. million price tag on, a, on an unknown, well, unknown quote-unquote striker. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. The the thing about the attack, I mean, Insigne, I mean, I, I love him as a player. Uh, if I if I throw my, okay. if I throw my, if I throw my you know, Milan bias aside, sure. you know, he's our, he's our 10 for the, for the Nazionale. Uh, you know, I've always loved him as a player representing the South the way he does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a it's a bit of an interesting thing because we all know what's happening. Uh, you know, come the end of the season, so um, <clears throat> I, I would thought I would have thought it would give him extra motivation. He only recently got you know his first goal from open play. Everything else has been you know from, right. the, from the spot. So um, and yeah, I don't know. Poitano has kind of been up and down. Uh, you know, Chucky Lozano the same thing. Yeah. So. Um, but listen, guys, these guys are great players on paper. You know, it's just uh, the performances yeah. on the pitch that need to that need to translate to, to that. So, um, right. I think collectively, I think you know, yeah, you guys are struggling maybe maybe scoring. I just mm-hmm. can't point my finger onto what that is. Is it the service? Is it the the creativity in the final third? Because you know, as Milan fans, like I said earlier, we we know all about that. So um, I don't know because you guys got yeah. a guy like Zielinski. You guys got a guy like you know yeah. Elmas, yeah. Uh, you know uh, right. Mas, uh, you know other players. So um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it, but uh, the okay. quality is there. That's for sure. Okay, so Richard, quality's yeah. there. Goals not coming. Do you kind of agree? I mean, yeah, I agree with him that you know that compared to last year, I don't think it's any different. I think right. the difference is compared to the beginning of the season. Compared to now, I think being the mm-hmm. season, you guys are so lethal and everyone's healthy, of course. But mm-hmm. as the season's gone on, and I talked about this with Joe Fischetti last night, is like mm-hmm. Spalletti's getting conservative and he doesn't want to take as many risks now. And so he's right. closing up that playbook where early in the year he was trying different like, things, doing stuff. We were grinding out those wins. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And they're playing we saw more the freely. Other game. Now Sorry, it's just guy, like. I want to cut you off, Richard. We saw it the other game where, that he played a formation that they, you know, they, they never play. And it's like. That's Spalletti, 3 4 3. You know, that's right, exactly. guys. Like it's the way he went conservative, it backfired yep. on him, in my personal yeah. opinion. And it's mm-hmm. no offense to any Napoli fans. Terrible. That was it, the it, worst, you know, it's, exactly. worst performance it's I've it was, seen in a while. Exactly. In a while. Right? So, like exactly. the fact that like you're missing a right wing, first of all. All right. So you have this, you know, um, I, I'm a big Elmas fan, but he's a utility player. He shouldn't yeah. be over there. The fact yeah. that we haven't played three in the back, the fact that like even then, you know, obviously it was later on, but then D got hurt, he had to come out. Like all, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> just, I would have rather the conservative yeah. approach that he's been doing than to try to like, I don't know why he decided. Oh, I'm gonna mix it up here against Walter Mazzari, who is not a mixer upper. You know that guy. He <laughs> plays a system, and this is it, good or bad. You cannot switch with him because yeah. he's gonna expose you, and he did. And yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hoping you know that's not gonna be like our. Uh, or Sassuolo from from last season or something. I don't know. Um Raf, if you want to if you want to jump in here uh as far as being conservative, do you, you know, I know you're a big Gattuso fan. I mean, we 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 supported him on this show and and again, not not to get into this coach's battle, but are you as confident right now like when when you were when we were watching the other day, I didn't like they had their chances, but I don't know, man. <clears throat> I think that uh, Spalletti knows how to manage a little better than Gattuso does. Um, I know that Gattuso kind of let the guys, you know, 
roam freely, a little more freely. You know, the play was was designed to, um, you know, play through the wings more. You know, I feel like Spalletti plays more centralized. And um, uh, it's the, the problem with that is that we have, you know, we have a system of how we play, you know. And someone in here said it, and I think maybe they're right, that we might not have – you know, the right players for Spalletti. Spalletti came in and said, I want every player in here and, and I want to add a couple more players, but don't get rid of anyone. But, uh, you know, um, now that Insigne is going, maybe we get a different kind of left winger. You know, someone someone a little more suited for Spalletti style. Maybe, maybe it just doesn't work, you know, because last season's Insigne was, a, you know, this is a far cry from last season's Insigne. N- not that I'm saying Insigne isn't vital to our our team. I think he's a bit. I think our team is better when he's on than when he's not. But I just feel like there might be something missing. At the same time, you know, the first ten matches of the season we were unstoppable. We were flying yep. on. You know, yep. we were firing on all cylinders and we were unbeatable. So. You know, it's can, uh, can Elmas again, be that guy? Can Elmas be that guy? Possibly, possibly, he possibly can. I do think he's um, probably the best solution at that we have right now. Um, I would, um, I would agree that he. So, is... We triggered Gaetano. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fire. I mean, I, he, again, he, I didn't want to get into the manager back and forth. No, no, That's no. It. I'm just. I just want to know the differences in our attack and our scoring ability because I just you know you, you attack, got a guy like yeah Aussie maybe man. You, yeah but, you got a guy like Aussie man who is capable of scoring 20 goals a season, but just can't because he's being double teamed, you know. Um, and then when he's forced to spread out in the wing, he tries to go cross it in, and no one's there to cover. Like the wingers mm-hmm. aren't fast enough to come up and help out, or they're just not communicating enough. And um, it's a shame because Osman should be the one in the center, you know. And I think like yesterday, Kalulu and Tamori did such a fantastic job of covering Osman, and yeah. everybody else missed the mark on getting themselves open, you know, to from that space that's created. And I think a lot of that has to do with Spalletti, you know, always trying to get him, him, you know, Osman the ball, but he's just too covered, so. I feel like some teams might have figured us out at this point. And, um, you know, not saying that it's over. Obviously, it's not over, you know, and we're lost cause. I'm just saying that teams have figured us out, especially teams that are high in quality, you know? Yeah, but not, Rafa, now it just feels like, you know, the, the ball is being tossed over to Osinem. He's by himself, isolated on a on a deserted island with no options. I mean, with no like, options. No, no Speaking options. A prayer. No. Right. And then it's when, and then when, I'm tired and then when the opportunity that, comes, but... right? But then when the opportunity comes for the wingers to have the ball, where like Politano gets the ball, the cross just isn't finding the mark. Like, it's, right? Isn't there? You know? Yeah. I saw. You know? I saw in the chat. I don't know. Maybe like, I, and I know we spoke about formations quickly, guys. Uh, is it a change of formation that's needed? A proper change of formation? Do they need two strikers? Does uh, also, you may need to play off a guy like Mertens. No. Do you know. know what I think? Yes, I think that's what it is. I think. Is I it? think. But the th- here's the thing is, is that Mertens is getting older and older, and it's yeah. it's he's not getting any younger. Yeah. So I feel like we're gonna miss that boat. Like like Mertens is not a player that's gonna start every match, and that's why Mertens is not gonna be the captain of this club when right. Insigne leaves. It's gonna be Koulibaly right. for sure. What about and, and, what about Patania 
and Osimhen together. Thunder and lightning. Tanya holding the ball up. He's I don't, I don't think it lasts ninety minutes, but at least that, it frees him up. That I mean, it, yeah, you're changing the two strikers, and it's uh, it's something like. I mean, who do you bring on when, when one of those guys go down? Who do you bring on? Right. <laughs> it's definitely a change. Mertens. <laughs> I mean, Mertens. Mertens yeah, yeah, Mertens. I want yeah, that. But, <laughs> but Mertens, need... like, he he didn't get much play time against Inter. He didn't get much play time against Barcelona. The game after, I noticed uh, um, who is Spalletti screaming at Palatano on the sideline uh, against Milan yesterday. Uh, uh, Lozano underperforming, Insignia underperforming, Mertens not getting that play time, Osinem all isolated up front. I mean, aren't, isn't this the coach's fault? Like, isn't this his call? Like, I, I, I just don't trust something that's going on. Like, I, I, somebody had said it before, like, in the beginning of the season, I mean, Spalletti was, I don't know, does he need more time with his duck? Because he was eight, right? He was eight, and 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 listen, this is after now because I not when we were completely decimated again with injuries or when when our key players were out on, on the AFCON tournament. But I, I, you know, the three four three boggled my mind. You know, they had the players to line up in the same formation. So and I then just, they eventually yeah. did, and then Ralph, they eventually did when he made the substitutions. And we scored a goal to tie it with, right. with three minutes left. So yeah. it's like I, it's a little bit of overcoaching in my eyes sometimes, man. And, and it's the, well, I Spalletti. I, mean, it's, I, I mean, I've seen it everywhere. You and know, it's not just Spalletti, though, man. Like even Milan deals with it sometimes, like uh, with, with the overcoaching, like let things be. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just let, like... let, let these players play. I mean, it was. Is can you guys name a specific time that maybe like recently, a couple games ago, a friend of mine was saying. Uh, Probably Salernitana game. The Salernitana, uh, right? I don't know. Well, that, like, for whatever reason for that game, it was, I don't even think it was on solely Pioli, in my, in my personal opinion. We had, we, we've been, we praised, we've been praising Mike Magnan since he walked in at Milan LA, Yeah. And that's the first game I can say that he had a stinker. And you know yeah. what? We raised our hands. He saved us many, many times. Yeah. I'll give him that. We tied the game, whatever. That that it is where it is. Decisions mm-hmm. were made. Um, I don't know if it was all on Pioli on that one, but it, it, Richard is right. Pioli has done it in the past, even in Europe, uh, you know, as well. So um I, I think these coaches just get, you know, I, I don't know if it's ahead of themselves. They're 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 like you said, Ralph, they're overthinking and they're, they're over coaching, right. You know, so but this is uh, this is nice to see Pioli get it right in this game against Napoli. That's, yes, you know, exactly. a big matchup, and he outmanaged out Spalletti. Or the first time he put Kessi at the ten, and I know a lot of Milan fans hated it. I yeah. was kind mm-hmm. of on the other side of that of that coin, saying that you know what, it, it it made sense. It brought on Brahim. He made a difference. It worked out. We go home three points. We're all happy as Milan fans. Right. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to work every time, but little things like that. They go a long way, and you know, love it or hate it, if it gets us the points or it gets Napoli the points. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, look at last look, right? last week. Last week, Zielinski was yeah. nowhere to Hashtag be found, that, like this season, like this mm-hmm. week, just yeah. like this week. Elmas comes in for Zielinski, uh, and right away, Napoli are a better team. You know, yeah. So now Spalletti's, you know, a genius. Then he puts on Lobotka to help complement Fabian, and Fabian gets the goal in the ninety-fourth minute. So. There are going to be weeks where Spalletti makes the right call, and there's going to be weeks where exactly. Spalletti doesn't make the right call, and even if it's the same call. You know, um, that's the that's the thing is that I feel like sometimes 
the managers get too much credit or not enough credit. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with the players. The players get too much and not enough. And I do see those comments by Angelo. Angelo made two yeah. comments about Lobotka and about uh, – not Lobotka. Lozano needs to step up and Zambo needs to start. But, but, but here's the thing, Angelo, is that those two guys just returned from injury yesterday. So – you know Stop. they may they may need to start and step up, but they 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 they've got you know they've got another week now to to recover more. But those were their first minutes in uh, a month and a half. You know, each some maybe Lozano even two months. Like like you know you don't expect results from them. That's maybe one of the things that I wouldn't agree with Spalletti yesterday was yeah. maybe maybe. In that situation, they didn't need to come on. We needed a goal. We needed some, you know, movement up front. We needed help on the, you know, and I know we brought in Unas and Elmas to take over the wings, but we, we you know, maybe we should have seen Pitania up there with Ossiman. You never, you know, just for the past, just for the last 10 minutes, you know, why not? Maybe Angisa, maybe maybe Angisa to to you know alleviate the midfield a little bit, but I wouldn't have put Lozano in there. I don't think, and and, and it just for me it's for me it's it's the story of Napoli Milan this season is the injuries and recovering from them, right. you know, and trying to manage an Inter that's fit all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's true. There, and that. it's a good point, Rafa, that you mentioned because, you know, Johnny was saying the same point at the bar. He was like, fuck, guys. Sorry, if I, can I swear? I don't know. No, that's the guys. Don't worry yeah. about it, man. Okay. It's late. So, How dare you. We, we yeah, go on it, late. It, just to... it, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's the late show, the late rant, so we're yeah, saying yeah. all the F-bombs. But, the FCC well, Rafa, don't really mess with us too much. Know, yeah. Richard opened, yeah. opened with a strip tease, so, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Hey, hey, you're not right. But But, no, he was saying the same thing at the bar, and he's like, you know, fuck, what do we have to lose? You know, just throw up uh, throw up even a guy like Patania. Love him or hate him. It's just another right. body. It's, you, can, you know, he, he, his crosses need to hit somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like Patania, I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm with the, the, like, the Napoli consensus about, like, I know Mertens can't start games, which is fine. I don't even want him to start the game. But I do want him to come in in, like, the 60th minute Yeah, when yeah. Yeah. Zielinski is struggling or seems tired or is just – maybe not having the best game. I want him to be next to Insignia. I mean, it might be the last season these two guys, one, put on an Napoli jersey. Well, certainly Insignia. And two, like, the opportunity to play with each other again. Like, maybe having Mertens next to Insignia is kind of like a nice, familiar face that they can kind of play back and forth with. Also, uh, Mertens, a person that could service Osinhem, <laughs> uh and then you can even have Lozano on that right side when Palatano's struggling because I've seen many times Merton servicing Lozano to the T. And, if I'm and- honest, if I'm honest, Ralph, I'd put Mertens in for Zielinski in the Verona game. I don't think I think Verona two two games uh, Zielinski two games in a row hasn't really you know st- you know we barely heard his name in nine, in 180 minutes. Right. I think maybe I think they go with Mertens and Osiman for for Verona. I mean, I would if I were the manager, I'd say, listen, this is this week we're doing this. You know, we're already down. We might as well try this. You know, give him a wake up call. Yeah. yeah. Give him a wake-up call. And who knows? Maybe it's good to have Zelinski on the bench for a little bit. Let him collect himself. We saw Elmas, after covering that whole right side, he got to have a little bit of a break in Lazio. He didn't start the game, but comes off the bench, and he won the beast of our match here, guys. He he completely changed the game. Mm. Zelinski can do that, too. 
you know, maybe putting in a solid 30. But this 15-minute shit, when you need a result, I, I just I can't stand it. I don't get it. Yeah. He wasn't doing this in the beginning of the season. I don't know why he started doing it now. So doesn't want to lose. He doesn't want to lose, but the, I mean, you, you got to want to win too. You know, like I don't yeah, want to lose, but I wanna also want to try to <laughs> yeah, win, and yeah, and, yeah. and I want to go down fighting. I'm tired of these snooze fest because we're out there looking like shit. Yeah, and I don't want to take anything away from Milan because I thought they had an excellent game. Their the press was giving us a ton of trouble, guys. I mean, I mean. It was so hard for us to. We we didn't have that time to make those good connections. We kept having to send. You saw it. We kept having to send the ball back. We kept having to send the ball back. Rui was trying to make runs. I thought Delo did well. Um, you know, Ozinem uh, was trying to make these runs. Um, I I do want to talk about a couple guys. I I know we mentioned him briefly, and it was Kalulu. Um, I I think he is your beast of the match. Uh, for for Milan, a member, not man of the match. Remember, beast of the match is a guy who had to do some dirty work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, he he may have not been the man of the match, but I think he did a good job covering Osiem guys. I, I think he did a good job back there for a young dude. What say you on on Kalulu, uh, Rich? I'll start. Let's go clockwise today. And, All right. All right. Um, yeah. That was always the hardest part of the of the, of the match. When you see Kalulu in the match, you knew he's gonna be lined up with uh, Osiman. Osiman's faster than he is; he can out jump mm-hmm. him. He's got all these intangibles, but Kalulu just fights and he fights. And it's what mm-hmm. we've seen every time he starts the game, he he always gets a shutout when he starts. It seems. And what was nice is the way Milan set up defensively is that it left Osiman isolated, right? So Kalulu covered him, and when he was in trouble, you saw Tamori swoop in and, and clean swoop it up. In, right, but Kalulu right. fought. And fought and fought, and I agree, beast of the match because again, he's proving that maybe, and I don't know what Adriano thinks, but I think we found a defensive par- pairing for Tamori. I think, okay, Romagnoli. Someone mentioned in the chat if Romagnoli was in this game, I think you would have lost. Hey, <laughs> yeah, do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? With that I might have to agree with that too. I, yeah. I think it'd be at least a draw, okay. at least a, a draw. draw. Fair uh, enough. Kalulu is just he doesn't, ha- he's not the, the all the technical skills that maybe Tamori has or a Kiar, even Romagnoli, but the fight he has, he never gives up and he ne- never gives up the goals. Right. He fights he, every he, week and you got to love that. He, it almost like evened everything out because yeah. Osinim is the same way. Like he's not the most technically gifted. He's not the most complete player. Fine. But he's a guy yeah. who fights. He's a guy he's who works. But as he was never the biggest guy, right? Or the fastest right. guy. No. But no. We're not saying it's no. Berezi, but yeah. the same. No, no I get it. Right, 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 right. Players please, please. grind it out. And look what happened. They almost practically, you know, canceled each other out. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Adriano. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with Richard. I mean, uh, in, in terms of uh, Kalulu, he's uh, he's kind of that diamond in the rough that uh, we didn't even know we had. Uh, I guess a lot of fans uh, probably overlooked him. Um, he stepped up when, when his name has been called. He stepped up. Um, you know, I, like I said, guys, he's not, a, he's not a true and true center back. He is a right back playing at a center back position so that takes mm-hmm. something uh, i'm not saying that he can't play the position obviously he's been able to play the position and he's stepping well uh with kiara going out to romagnoli in and out of form even though as of late he's been playing well um but in terms of uh kalulu as a player beast of the match absolutely um yeah. along, I, I mean i i think along with uh you know maybe Do you have another maybe place a Benesser, maybe a Giroud, uh, you know okay. stuff like that but um in terms of if we're if we're on this show, we're talking beast of the match. I, I think yeah, definitely yeah. Kalulu gets a shout, and and yeah. and I think it's not only Kalulu, like you said, Ralph. It, you know, it's it's 
uh, Tomori helping him out because Kalu, he like Richard said, he's he's fearless. He, he he'll go in for the tackle. He'll he'll push off the play. He'll 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 close somebody down. He has the pace. Um, you know, Romagnoli would have gotten smoked by Osimen. Osimen mm. is you know you know fast as lightning, pace. but uh, pace, yeah. pace 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 right. So um, yeah, a guy like Kalu, I think uh, had a good game. Uh, and I, I don't think it's something that we have to we're gonna have to expect every game because he is still young. He's 20, he's sure. gonna be twenty two years of age, uh, yeah. so you've got to give these types of players time. But again, mm-hmm. just to uh, to, to uh, uh, fill in uh, for the time that he's needed, uh, right. he's been he's been spectacular. And um, I know a lot of fans want to say, "Oh yeah, we found our new our new center back." Maybe, uh, maybe uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to label it as that yet. Fair enough. I, I listened to Serie A sit down as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, but I don't know. I, I think he's in the mix. He's in the rotation. Yeah. Is he the is he the solution? I don't know. But in terms of this game against Napoli, for sure, he had uh, he had uh, you know sure. Osimhen, uh locked up and uh, in the air on the ground for pace. Mm-hmm. You know he was uh, he was always there. The you know the the title of the show obviously it's it's mentality. Well, the theme of the show rather is mentality. mentality. And and despite maybe him not being a center back or a true center back, the fact that he can get in there, yeah, do it, shut down this amazing striker, and yeah, he had the help with Tomori and and I mean uh, as well as Theo Hernandez. I, I thought in left back did it. He was very physical, did a great job. He was all over the Theo Hernandez, all over the place, man. He was pushing Fabian around. He was he was taking. I mean, agitating. He was agitating, yeah. right? And and that back line, man, they that's why the score line remained at zero. I, I really think, uh, aside from the press, them taking away big chances, you know, or clear shots from Napoli, I, I think made the difference. You know, the Giroud with the goal, of course, you know, that deflection of just that hockey-style goal is crazy. Mm. And, and I think it was Ando at the restaurant, he was like, there's going to be like this cheeky little goal or a yeah. mistake or something, Jeez. and that's going to be the ball game. And lo and behold, he called it. Yep. I mean, he I wouldn't even it. call it a mistake on Napoli's part. It was, a, it was, a, it was a, a failed Ish. shot by who was it? Florenzi who took a shot. Or? Uh, Calabria. 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 Calabria with Calabria. the pass. right. So Calabria with the with the pass shot, and then and then uh, um, um, guys, I think he knew. I think he knew very well to pass that ball. Well, I don't that even know if it, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not convinced it was a pass. I'm not convinced either. I'm not convinced it was a pass. You think it was, think a, think you think it was a shot was a, to the far side? I think it was a botched shot. And then, uh, you know, Giroud was well enough to know where. Yeah, right place, yeah, right time. You, and, and and had had the angle. And I, I mean, I, I you know, we, we even even Gaetano and I called it um, una mezza tira, you know, like a, like yeah. a half a shot. It, was, it wasn't even like a real shot. It was just. Let me stick my foot out here and, and see what happens, you know, and, and it went in. And that's a mark of a true great number nine. And, you know, uh, Henry Bell, you know, the former Frank sidekick uh, in my Far From Vesuvius group chat s- texted, uh, you know, he, t- he tweeted this out earlier today saying that, you know, Napoli, that's what Napoli lack is something like a, a, a Giroud. Now, we have a fantastic striker in Aussie Man, but we need a guy like a Petania sort of guy. You know, uh, we need it. We need our, you know, our, our a backup to Osiman needs to be more like Giroud and less like a Pitania, you know, like somebody yeah. who's gonna get in the right positions, somebody who's gonna 
take smart cho- shots and 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 you know Pitania has qualities that you could you know you could appreciate sometimes but Giroux is exactly what Napoli need you know right it's, like the old wise man to come in and and help you know like Napoli right. really lack that right now man right. and they lack they lack wisdom all we have it, it is in Mertens sorry right. Right. no 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 you're right and and right. and and that's that's something that you can't you know I mean, Giroud has been massive, massive for Milan this season, and yes. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's I'm a great, so. you know, it's a great, uh, uh, um, it's a great thing for for Milan to have him taking these like outrageous shots that go in, you know, or like just being in the right place at the right time. And honestly, you know, we say mistake, Ralph. Right, They'll go back to that mistake. Mm. Napoli really didn't make too many defensive errors either. Napoli. Nope. Except for the goal, Napoli shut Milan down as well defensively and had possession. Your center backs and were had, good. Yeah, I mean, listen, Stanford. our center backs are the and best they were in the league. In the first uh, you know, and they were both carded. They were both on the, on the and, that's the and that's the issue now. Now yeah. I'd like to I'd like to go to there. Now I was trying not to go there, guys, but I'm gonna have to. Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna Whoops. go. I got a big problem. A bit, and 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 every single Napoli fan in this chat knows exactly where I'm going with this. When they announced that it was Orzato and Valeri up in VAR, right? We were like, we lost. Three points gone. Okay? We were Two right. We, we thought the same thing. I so. think the Milan fans were saying the same thing. <laughs> oh, Napoli's going to lose. They got Orzato. No, they were saying. No, no, no. no. We, we said we were going to lose. lose. You're yeah. going to lose. Yeah. No. Orzato hates us. Orzato hates us. But what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to oh, Orzato. God forbid. Too, <laughs> Listen, we could talk about that. But what I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to say here is this. I'm I'm uh, taking nothing away from both teams. I think it was a good game. I think, like I said, Napoli, like like in watching it at the at the restaurant and like in real time, and then I watched it again today to like sort of analyze it. I, I see the I see and appreciate the Milan aspect of it. Like when I'm watching live, I'm watching the Napoli aspect. Like, oh, what's yeah. going on with Napoli? But then I watch again to analyze, and it's like, okay, I understand where Milan played a great game. Because at at the time I'm like Napoli outplayed Milan. What's going on? They had one shot, you know. But that's the fan in me trying to react, right? Um, this freaking guy Orzato, I'm sorry, gave Napoli nothing yesterday. They gave Napoli nothing yesterday. It was a penalty kick, in my opinion. It and in a lot of people's opinions, we got to look at that again. It was a penalty kick in the first half. But not only do they not give a penalty, they didn't give anything to Osimhen at all yesterday. And Koulibaly's first offense, albeit he sliced Giroud open, yes, I agree yeah. with the yellow. The yellow. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with the yellow. I yeah. agree. But it was his first offense, and it was a tough challenge, so the card was right. But where was the foul? Where was the at least a foul? Not even a yellow. I'm not even trying to get a yellow out of that other side. I'm trying to get the fouls called. Where were the fouls? Napoli got nothing yesterday. Nothing. And and then Ramani, his first offense was a yellow. And it wasn't as bad as the Koulibaly Little foul. light. Little light. So in the first half, both of our center backs are carded. And it's like, guys, what? But, but, but you're not giving Milan anything at all. And I I hate when the referees, and you guys know, you guys know yeah. this because we're talking yeah. about these. 
when the referees just don't let him play. Aside from that Koulibaly foul, they and if you're going to let Milan play, you need to let Napoli play a little bit too. And Napoli, for me, was getting no calls their way. And and I'm not blaming the refs because I'm really not. I'm, Napoli, Napoli had nothing in attack yesterday. Nothing at all in attack. So Napoli lost the match. But... But it's very frustrating to watch these referees try to go into business for themselves. You know what I'm saying? I got, I, I'm with you. And, and you know what? It, it, it's either you let them play or you don't. But like at the same time, uh, you know, he. It, it seems like they pick and choose when they want to let them play. You know, it, it's it, you know, in this, it, like, and if you're gonna, and why does it have to come down to if you're gonna call one, I'm gonna have to call the other to make it fair. Like, why does it even have to result to that? We were uh, we were at the bar too, right, Rafa? So I, I'm in the same boat as you. We we were watching it the same way, just for different sides. So I, I definitely I definitely agree. But um, I I think it's a collective in this group that uh, we saw Orsato. We we thought the worst, and yeah, um, you know, it, it's 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 one of those things that I, I don't know. He has all the experience in the world, again, quote unquote. And uh, you know, we're we're sitting here Monday night. You know, talking about the rest, and I hate talking about the rest, and I hate having to bring this so up. redundant. I, I, you know, I don't, I, I, and I'm not. I don't want to blame the refs, but with the VAR, yeah, the past know, you, couple you, weeks you, with yeah, the referee, yeah. like, yeah. it's still a problem. Can I be controversial, Rich? Yes, Go please. That's we love that here. So I, I agree. I had the same feelings about Orsato going into the game, and maybe it's just my Milan bias. I thought Orsato had a good game, in my opinion, and I know I'm going to hate for that. I thought. Yes, he missed a penalty on Osimhen, but I thought he missed a penalty on Benacer possibly. And so I was fine with neither call being happening because it seemed to me, maybe just in a lot of perspective, that he was letting them play a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Koulibaly ultimately should have got the yellow for the for the foul, but it should have been a foul when he sees the cut, give him a yellow, not give him a yellow right away like he did. Because some referees will give that a red by looking at the at the cut. And I, I don't think it would have been right. I, Koulibaly is such a – I don't think he did have any malice in it at all. He was there the whole time trying to console him. But I was overall okay with Orsato's performance, and that's not – that's very rare for me when I see Orsato. I, I never compliment Orsato ever. And I – but maybe, again, that's maybe it's my perspective looking at it from long glasses. But I thought he had a decent game, and I thought, yes, he missed that penalty. But I thought the Benacer one was pretty close too. It was both are 50-50. Angles are hard to read. I don't know. But when, I, we I have, but say, when we I, have, but when we have VAR now, we should be able to look at VAR and true. And I want to say to Carmelo, because he put up a, a thing in here. He said, you he said, come on, Rafa, we deserve nothing from, from yesterday. Carmelo, I'm not, I just said, <laughs> we don't deserve to win. We lost the match. We had nothing right. to attack. It's exactly what I said. I'm not saying we deserved anything. But what I'm saying is, if Orzato did his – see, the thing is is that Orzato – those fouls came first, and then the yellows came for the center backs. So if Orzato just did what he had to do and called that penalty, who knows? Maybe the Benarcer penalty would have been called too and given, yeah. and it could have been 2-1. But what I'm saying is, you know, you have to play balanced. You know, you have to. You have to play the game balanced. If you're gonna, if you're gonna not call fouls on the one end and then yellow card people on their first defense, you know, on the other end, it's gonna look bad on you. It really is, you know. And, and I just, it, it puts one of the clubs. It put. I mean, listen, guys, you had both your center backs, like we mentioned, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, carded. Big oh, yeah. that that changes, that changes the whole. That changes the whole landscape approach of, of the game, right? The, whole the approach. Yeah. You know, you can't be. Uh, 
a bit more risky. You can't really go into a tackle or a challenge as hard as you would. You really have to hold back and not try to get that red card, right? So uh, it, it puts a damper on the game in terms of that too, because when you want, when when you see a Milan, Napoli, uh, you know, a Derby, whatever it may be, you want to see the best eleven, the best players on the pitch, fighting sure. it out and made the best team win. Um, when there's when there's a bit of inconsistencies and um, it wouldn't be said yeah if there were in these types of things as much as we love the league, but um, it's unfortunate when uh, you know when when it comes down to things like this. I want to read out a comment from Vincenzo here because I, I think this sums it up well. Um, Vincenzo Bertillo says we deserved the penalty as it was identical to the pen penalty against Inter. Milan played better, but the VRA uh, the VAR had to check that, and uh, I, I'm kind of with that because it's there. Use it. Yeah, I I think it yeah. was like uh, the the person up top was saying that it was not a clear and obvious or something for the ref because isn't it? That's yeah. when VAR... I think if VAR said that, I think we'd be okay with that call. But they didn't but even we're, check we're... it. I agree. They should have checked. But guys, it. we're we're in the dark. We don't even know. Not, we don't we don't hear. Yeah, it. Like, for all we know, they dark. for all we know, they could have checked it and said no. We're good. You know. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Like, we we're good. Carry on. Right. See, and and in the chat, I think. Sorry, Ralph, I don't want to yeah, no, you guys off. I, I think it was I think it was Gaetano who said in the chat, you know, uh, was it a penalty for Aussie Man? I, I think if there was one that was more a little bit worse than the other, I think the Aussie Man one was a bit more we, we were holding our breath, right? Like that's a big call. Uh we didn't see the the Benacer one get called. I think it was a little bit of a lesser um call. I still think both of them could have been penalties, but um yeah, it was uh you know, playing with fire on that one in my opinion. Release the VAR audio, guys. Do you Are agree? They doing Australia yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, they should. Yeah. They should. Um, they should don't they do it in the, think they do it in the UFC? Forza Juve. Yeah. Forza Juve. Okay. For, we'll go. Rigore. 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 Café dopo la partita. Okay. Uh, no penalty. At the very least, they should have some sort of like graphic on the bottom VAR checking penalty, you know, like yeah. in match oh. too, in the match, like in, in the game, you know, just to appease I us, agree. you know, I agree. All the, all the, yeah, see, you Carmelo, you know, I've, been, I've been seeing that. That's Man. great. Guys, we're, we're hitting that one hour mark. I'm going to put on a little closing music. Uh, well, you know what that means. We have 25 minutes left. So, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a good 25. It's a four-minute song. I'm, I'm going to bring one more topic up to the guys, and I want to see what they say. Um, while you while you play the, the, the closing music, Ralph. Um, <laughs> guys, the Serie A, when you count weeks one, two, and three, <laughs> have, had, have seen uh, five different league leaders – and the lead changed nine different times. This is the ninth league lead change. Um, how many more times does the league lead change until we finally get the clear Scudetto winner? What do you think? I saw a statistic the other day that the leader with 10 games to go won the Scudetto, I think, every time or something like that. It was a great number. And also the second place team, but yeah, yeah, I hate to be that guy, but <laughs> again, I don't uh, think I don't think Richard, it's one of those you're, years. You're I don't think it's out. one of those years. <laughs> I think it's so inconsistent at the top between the top three, it's going to change at least three more times. I think I honestly do. I I, I hate to say it, I would love to see us win out, but I say at least three more times. Yeah, mm-hmm. I honestly, we, do. We, yeah, we were saying we were saying like how many points are, are available. There's the thirty points. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm with Raf uh, on this one that 
um, you know, in terms of there's going to be still some slip-ups. Um, it's not going to be smooth sailing down the stretch, guys. There's 10 games left, but these are 10 finals, in my opinion, um, yeah. for all three of the top three teams. Um, I'm not going to include Juve. We're on a we're on a Napoli show with Milan fans. Mm -hmm. I'm, we're sticking to our three. Um, That's right. But, yeah, I, <laughs> Thank think, you. I, I think there's definitely going to be the slip-ups. It's definitely going to happen. I was going to say around three or four times. Um, I, I, I can see. Um, again, I... And I don't know about the Serie A scheduling. When this, when I didn't catch when Inter's playing Bologna for the for the for the makeup game. They haven't I'm scheduled that yet. They haven't scheduled that yet. Right. So no. we still convenient. have to keep that at the back of our minds. Um, I, I know I don't want to put too much into that uh, because, like I said earlier, to start the show, uh, you know, you have to take care of your own laundry, your own business. Um, yes, right. So it's it's you know you can't start worrying about oh is Inter going to drop points in that game. Is Napoli going to screw up against uh, Sassuolo or Hellas? Like, guys, you care about your own team. You worry about your own business. And uh, and you take it from there. But I do agree with the guys that I would say probably another three or four times. Uh, and it's going to be an, it's going to be a fight to the finish, in my opinion. It's the best campionato that we've seen in a while with a three-headed race um, without Juve. So, uh, guys, I think it's, it's all smiles down here. I'd, I'd like to answer. Go ahead. Rafa. Uh, I think I think it's going to be switched maybe more than three times. I think every week we're going to be like, oh, this guy's in first now. Oh, this guy's in first now. It's going to go back and forth. At least I hope so. I mean, for Napoli's yeah. sake. I think as the fan in me, I think any fan right now is going to be like, wow, this is going to come down to the wire. I think that's the safest bet Yeah. to say, it will. Yeah. guys, don't hold your breath. up in, I mean, you saw last year, season came Fucking two, three, four, and five came down to the last, the final game. It's going to yeah. be something very similar, unless one team just happens to pull away, like in in the final, you know, stretch in the final, you know, maybe let's just say in these next like uh, three, four weeks or something, you know, we see uh, like Napoli, Milan dropping to go up, especially with the game, maybe you know, or w whatever combination. Uh, but I yeah. really think that 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 uh that this is this nobody really knows i'm i'm really not trying to get my emotion on I mean, on any of this on a week by week basis right now i'm yeah. just i'm counting the points that's all i'm doing right now i think that's the best it's the safest thing to do count the points see who gets to 85 if, i think that is the general consensus uh, of now milan napoli uh napolitani milanisti it's like 85 safe number to to bet, I feel like it's like the it's like crypto, it's like stocks, it's like ah, oh, Bitcoin's going to eighty five, you know. Well, Scudetto's going to eighty five, and let's you know where, where it's going to be the most support there. Who's going to hit it, guys? Um, but I want to give you all an opportunity to plug your shows. Uh, there, I'll start with you, uh, and then of course any projects or something that you, you got going on. Um, let's take it yeah, away. Yeah, man. Listen, guys. I mean, it's an absolute pleasure, to, uh, you know, uh, chatting couch. I know I was a, I was a late addition. I was a late substitute. Uh, I don't know a late addition to the show. So uh, I, I definitely do appreciate it. First time on the show, and I Thank hope uh, for many more opportunities in the future. But uh, you know, you guys do great work, and uh, and you know what, you're on the we're on social media. We we see it all um, in terms of supporting each other and i think that's a big part of what we do at the culture Absolutely. guys that's uh you know we it's all you know from Certainly. us it's all love and Certainly. um you know we're just a weekly uh Serie a show uh the culture guys you can find us everywhere on social media um and all the on all your favorite podcasting platforms as well um we know we put some youtube clips as well 
um, on, on our and your graphics channel, so. are really cool too. I like yeah. your graphics too. I tr- we try. I try my best. You know, that's, that's I'm kind of the brains behind the socials, so I try to, there you to, go. to tr- try to do what I can. Um, guys, this is we do this for fun. We do this for uh, our passion for the game, uh, the beautiful game that we all love. And um, we're coming on a show, guys. Me and Richard, Neon fans, coming on Napoli show. I don't. It doesn't for me. That doesn't matter. We have a yeah. we have fans from all walks of life, from all different yeah. fan bases. We try our very best to do that and get different perspectives, get different opinions, and we're not always going to agree, guys. Oh no! At the end of the day, it's 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 the love of culture that brings us together, and I think um, you know that's that's what we're going to continue on to do. So uh, I, it just has been a big thanks to you guys uh, for having me on, and uh, like I said, I hope to do it again sometime. Certainly a pleasure, uh, Adriano. Big shout out to the to, to the couch guys, Nicholas and um, and Johnny as well. Man, we love you guys. Always showed us support from the beginning too. So uh, you, you guys definitely have a special place here. I want you to know that. Richard, on to you, sir. The city, I sit down. Yeah, talk yeah. to us. I've actually met the culture guys, so I've been fortunate yes. there, right? Ah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I kind of want to echo the yeah, yeah. I want to echo the the thanks, you know, for having us on. First, it's nice to. I'll be able to just talk about Milan, right? Not you know taking off the Syria coat and being able to talk about my team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but no. Thank you for having us on. Uh, we really you know love the work you guys do. Love the graphics you do as well. You know, culture you guys do, but you guys also you, for the video stuff. It's really amazing stuff. So we're really really in awe of that. And so thank you again, Syria. Sit down. You can follow us uh, all over social media, podcasts, everywhere, anywhere Definitely. and everywhere. Uh, I try to put out content on YouTube as well uh but yeah you know thank you again and then um you know if you want my side piece is nothing to do with syria <laughs> shock america podcast that i do for fun yeah well, so. there you go there how are they doing shaka how are they doing they're in the second division that's all yeah. i'll say well i mean <laughs> where <laughs> are o- the second division up, promotion down, doesn't look down. promotion doesn't, doesn't look, look realistic this right now i know they were up and down right we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah yeah promotion doesn't look likely at this point but you know so anyway uh yeah definitely give us a follow uh we we as we call it we're a recap show on steroids and so we talk everything and everything <laughs> that you are two hours yes, is like our sir. i think so anyway thank you guys we really appreciate it and uh gotta have you both again sometimes you know rafa's had been on uh, several times yeah oh, man on what four or five caps right what, like, what yeah, i gotta yeah. get mine i gotta get i double booked the day of my invitation so i had to drop out early. He chose family and... over us. You believe that? Yes. Damn it. Damn <laughs> what, it. This guy. what is this? See this guy? The nerve on me to. Can't believe Jesus, it. Jesus, bro. Yeah. Man, no, I was sad. I was so excited. You don't understand when you asked me. I was like, this is awesome. That's why I wasn't thinking that I was like, shit, I had the babysit that day. And my sister was like, Ralph, uh, don't forget. I'm like, oh, this shit. little shit. <laughs> this little shit. Take him away. Said he, I sit down, called me. Don't you understand? <laughs> it's a big opportunity. I was, was going to hang May never come again. Radiator. Yeah, I was going to, but I didn't think that would have been a good idea. But uh, yeah. yes, I do got to get on, guys. The, the minute, you know, we're, I'm coming on. We'll have I'm all you guys on, on again soon. So. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Big yeah. party. Big party thank at the guys. city. I said, cool. No, but thank you so much. Uh, again, uh, to you, Adriano, the couch guys, uh, Richard and said, yeah, sit down. And I just want to say another thank you show. to your chat. Your yes. chat has been amazing, guys. Uh, thank pre- you. It's not pre chat. I mean, you know, you guys didn't attack us too much. I, I definitely just want to throw some hands up for that. Thank you so Gotta much. Got to tell you thank something. The, the chat, the, a lot of these guys here, we met yesterday at the chat, you nice. know, in the chat. Uh, a lot of these guys we've known for a little bit. We've met at least once or just they're in here every week and they're just a gem. Like this is one of the best chats I've ever, you know, been 
been part of is this live chat here. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah, there, whether it's a, you know, Interista or, or Juventino or Milanista, they come in and they're very, very, very uh, respectful to our guests and they're Amazing. engaging and they, and they, they talk, they talk, you know, with knowledge and they, they, they read just respect, just a lot of respect. And I, and I have to say, man, like n- none other, this chat is like family to us. So I'm, I'm thank you chat for, uh, you know, embracing Richard and Adriano as one of our own, because, you know, they're such good people, man. And yeah, I man. would love the, I would love to have a day where, you know, maybe for the Azuri, I don't know where we all meet in one central location. If we, yeah, man. if how about That'd if we the make dream. the world, how about if we make dream. the world cup? <laughs> yeah. Get, again, <laughs> again, 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 get, these. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm saying, you know, and, and also I'd like to say this too, guys, before we leave, I have a lot of Milan fan friends and I, I have a lot of friends in every, in, uh, you know, fans of every team I do. You know, believe it or not, there are some Juventini out there that are actually respectable and, and I can get along with. But my Milan fans' friends are like the best. I, I, I have mm. I, I have to say, you know, between you, Richard and Frank, you know, the culture guys, you, Adriano, um, uh, Milan Club, you know, Mon- Montreal, the 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 um, uh, Milan Weekly Pod, Bonetti's one of them. Um, a uh, couple of guys on IFTV, a couple of guys on uh, other shows. I just have to say that that Milan fans, uh, for me, are like the nicest group outside of, you know, outside of the yeah, Monopoly crew, you know, honestly. Most yeah. of the time, you know. <laughs> most of the time. We're a bit crazy. I mean, we're, we're a bit crazy, but I think it's all love at the end of the day. At least on all who's not crazy? But who's that's not it. crazy, Adriano? We're all guys. crazy, man. <laughs> Cultural Twitter is crazy. Never mind Napoli Twitter, Milan Twitter, Juve Twitter, Inter Twitter. Not Calcio Twitter has lost their minds, uh, honestly. But you know, yeah, I just want to say thanks, you know, because because you know, uh, Milan Club Philly too. You know, everybody's been so great to me anyway. So I just want to say thank you guys. Really do appreciate it. And absolutely. Uh, and, and just one last thing, just uh, yeah, please stop the hate. Stop the hate. I mean, stop the hate. Stop the hate, man. Chill out. I mean. Uh, you know, we're we're we're, we're shooting we're shooting the shit. Uh, you know, uh, four guys. Uh, we like different teams. Uh, you have difference of opinion. That's fine. Keep the ego at the door. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, guys. I, I, I mean, we're we're I'm in group chats with with some other people in the in the cultural world. We've spoken to you guys many many times um, on the pod, off the pod. You know, off air, on air, whatever it may be. Um, and we kind of have the similar mentality, but. You know, it just, you know, you log into some of these things and you see so much hate and it's, it's a sad thing because I think the, what built this community is, is everybody having the same passion and the same love, um, for, for one another, for the sports, for the, for the beautiful game. And, uh, I, I, I would hope that, you know, it can continue on, on that path instead of what it, what it can do, uh, the dark side of it. So again, it's much love. It's yes, awesome. peace, love, and culture, man. Love. I love that. You know, we're gonna get some started, guys. We're we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk more about this. Uh, certainly, man. Maybe we can get something going. Really, like influence the community. I love that. I'm all about it. So, uh, but let's do it. But guys, um, no late shows. Love the 30 minute goodbyes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I told you. Rafa called it. Sean, make sure. 
It's, I'm contact sorry. It's a, me. Contact me. We'll yes, do it. Get, we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Get I'm in down. touch with Richard. I'm down. Adriano, it's a running joke between Pasquale and I. We have this Napolitan goodbye. It's like you, last night. <laughs> I'm gonna extend this now. Oh, last, oh come on. I gotta wrap it up. I gotta wrap it up. I gotta wrap it up. Last last night on sixty la- seconds, Rafa. I gotta wrap it, it up. Last mm-hmm. night right. I was uh, I dropped I dropped my father off at, at the house to come back up here from the meet. Right? Oh, I'll be in. Uh, I'll come by for ten minutes. I was there for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I said goodbye. Oh wait, Aunt Joanne's coming. Oh wait, your sister's downstairs. Oh wait, this uh, like, have some coffee. Go. I gotta drive another two and a half hours. I gotta go. Have some goudelette, you know, like <laughs> get your Zeppelin, guys. It's almost uh, San Giuseppe. Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah, real. yeah, we're gonna get got one. It. Uh, anyway, guys, anyway, thank you again so much. Uh, thank you to everybody in the chat, everybody on the audio for listening to us, man. We love you all. Uh, Forza Napoli, but Forza Calcio today. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna say Forza Calcio, guys, and, and Buona Fortuna Milan, and Buona Fortuna Milan. All right, race to the end, guys. Ciao, 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 ciao. Much love. Bye.